My name is Noah. I am a drug addict. Uh, my home group is DAA in Boone's Creek, the firing line, uh, Friday nights at 7.30. And uh, I was asked to speak on the podcast from Taylor, and um, I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Um, and my topic is the bedevilments. So I am just going to start uh, reading the bedevilments for you on page 52, middle paragraph. And it starts uh, with, we were having trouble with personal relationships. We couldn't control our emotional natures. We were a prey to misery and depression. We couldn't make a living. We had a feeling of uselessness. We were full of fear. We were unhappy. We couldn't seem to be of real help to other people. Was not a basic solution of these bedevilments more important than whether we should see newsreels of lunar flight? Of course it was. So, for me, what it looks like is me written all over these pages. And what me looks like written on these pages is me playing God. Um, me not having a relationship with anything that's bigger or better than me. When I get to this part of the book, I'm still trying to figure out um, that... I'm not God and I need help, right? Um, so when I'm reading all of this, uh, it takes me right back to when um, I'm in the midst of, uh, of the chaos of my life, right? So um, I'm suffering with all this misery and this depression. I don't know how to live. Um, I have absolutely no use in this world in my own head. I'm full of fear. I'm unhappy. And, uh, my life is just a shit show. Um, and I've ne I never came to the realization that my life was a shit show simply because I was trying to take the wheel and take things into my own hands. Um, I had absolutely no relationship with anything that's bigger than me any human being um, other than pretty much myself. Um, uh, you know, and I get, I, I look at all these old ideas that these, that these people had before me, such as my mom, um, uh, the, the religious people around me, my friends that go to church or have, have relationships with things that are bigger than them, and they have this solution that I think is, is just watered down, bullshit and for me <laughs> um uh I, I looked at all of their personal their personal stories and i thought that they were pretty much um uh as someone before me has said believing in santa claus and uh but i never came to, real, to the realization that that was their own personal relationship and their own um uh uh they had their own personal connection to something that was bigger than them. And what I was trying to do my whole life was trying to um, uh, follow somebody else's perception or um, do what somebody else had told me before, such as my mom, um, to believe in what she believed in. And uh, I never I never could grasp onto the idea that... Uh, if I need a if I'm going to have a relationship with the spirit of the universe or something that's bigger and better than me, I need to um, I need to have uh, a close relationship. Is if it's just me and that me and that uh, that being that thing that that something that's bigger than me. And um, you know, uh, when I get to this book, 
there's there, one of my one of my favorite lines in this book is is that uh, who are you to say there is no God? And um, for me, that was one of the first one of the first parts that uh, opened up this uh, this doorway of communication, this this somewhat um, personal relationship with something that was bigger than me. And then I get to this part in the book, and um, I get smacked in the face of reality of how much I'm written all over these pages. And obviously, I need I need more help than what I can offer myself, right? So, um, like I said before, it's it um, and it says it right. It says it right in the very next paragraph. When we when we saw others solve their problem by by simple reliance upon the spirit of the universe, we had to stop doubting the power of God. Our ideas did not work, but the God idea did, right? So, um. It, it doesn't say everybody else's God idea. It just says the God idea. So that what, what that what how how I had to take that was, um, uh, you know it 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 also says in this book that we can create that um, uh, why not find our own connection, um, and for me I had to let go of all the old ideas of um, the only the only belief that I that. Um, that I can have is somebody else's when in all reality the relationship is personalized um and for me uh I get further into uh we agnostics and I start to uh stumble upon this idea of um like it talks about in this book just just the, the simplest idea of the spirit of the universe instead of just some uh some some deity that has a name on it and that's just my experience um and uh luckily enough for me uh the further i get into these steps and the more the the more of a uh detailed connection that i make with this thing um that is bigger than me that i like to call the spirit of the universe um uh all of this this misery and this depression and this um this uselessness and this fear starts to um starts to dwindle away because i continue to do the to do the rest of the work Right. And what the rest of the work looks like for me is, um, you know, uh, doing my third step, um, uh, surrendering my will to something that's bigger and better than me um, and uh, living within living within uh, the will of um, that conception. Right. And living within the will that conception looks like for me. Um, by doing a four step, doing a fifth step, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve, and then you know, um, passing the message along, and for me, I know that these bedevilments can creep back up if I don't maintain a connection, um, uh, maintain the spiritual growth that uh, that has been taught to me through this this uh, this toolkit that I've been given, and. Um, for me, uh, the tools that I have on a daily basis are continuing to um, take personal inventory, continuing to um, pray and meditate and do something kind for somebody else, being of service, unifying, um, uh, just working this recovery into my life. Because if I don't, all of these all these old bedevilments will creep back up and they will take me back out. They will kill me one by one. Fear will creep up. Um, uh this this unhappy feeling will just just take uh, take over me and dictate all of my actions, and that's just what happens when I lose this connection with something that was gifted to me through this program, and it's very easy to rest on my laurels and and um, 
uh, think that all these past accomplishments are going to um, are going to save the day when in all reality I have to realize that I don't know shit and I have to continue to take advice and I have to continue to do this work and put this work into my life or else these bedevils will take me back out. Um, you know, uh, I have a lot of experience in um, resting on my laurels and, and not... Um, not, uh, just, just forgetting about everything this book has taught me, forgetting that these bedevilments will creep back up and they will take me out, and, um, luckily for me, I'm surrounded with, the uh, um, surrounded with the people in, in these rooms, um, uh, in this program that hold me accountable, will, um, uh, point out where I am miserable in my own skin without me even realizing it, because luckily enough for me, um, God gifted me with a face that, um, people can read everything, uh, that's written on it, and, um, the people that I surround myself with will, um, uh, because I unify with them, will, will, and we all work this program, can see when I'm either acting out or I'm laying stagnant or um, uh, I'm letting this misery and depression and uh, uh, some things that creep up take over my life. And uh, luckily for me, like I said, this uh, I have this spiritual toolkit laid at my feet and um, I continue to work it on a daily basis. And when these things creep up, I open up the book, I pull, I, I, uh, I figure out which bedevilment um, is is eating up, is eating me up, and I, I inventory, I continue to do the work, I share it with someone else, I go out and I help someone else, and um, for me, I, I live a beautiful life today because I realize that I'm only human, things happen, but today I have um, this, uh, this guide that lays in front of me in these in, in, the, in the pages of this book, in these 12 steps, in the relationship I've created with a higher power that's greater than myself, with the people in these rooms, um, that just helps me stay uncomfortable and continue to grow. And that's all I've got. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. What does, like, what does misery look like in your life, or what does depression look like? Like, when those things start happening, how, what is it, how does it manifest in your life? So, um, what misery and depression looks like for me today is, um, so I can lay stagnant in one place and, um, not, when I, when I don't, when I don't maintain a connection with God, when I don't pray, when I don't, um, uh, do something kind for somebody else, something creeps up, I start to live in, what, what, what usually gets me into the misery is a fear of the unknown. And I start to think of, of all these things that are going to happen tomorrow or that have already happened to me in the past, things that might creep up, things that, uh, things that people might, might, might be thinking of me in the moment. And um, it's all me taking my will back and thinking that I'm God again. And I, uh, you know, I, I start to get miserable because I'm not God and I can't take these things away from me. And so I just sit in this fucking muck of, of self and it, it, it dictates every single emotion that I, that I have within myself. And, um, without maintain, like 
without maintaining that that um, that spiritual connection or doing um, doing the work that's within this book, such as um, uh, uh, I don't know, um, building building a connection with God, just opening up that door with communication, um, letting somebody else in, helping someone else, doing this, doing the work, man. Like if I if if I don't do do all the things that are necessary, like every single one of these creep up and they just uh, they're overwhelming. What about like? Financial insecurity. How does that, how does that hit you? Because um, that's one of the devilments, right? Mm. Couldn't control our finances. Couldn't control our emotional natures. Afraid of misery and depression. Couldn't make a living. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's a financial insecurity. But well, man, for me, what it just what simply what that looks like. Um, I mean, I, I would I would assume you could tag financial insecurity and it couldn't make a living in that. What, man, when I when I'm in when I feel like I can't make a living, it's I have absolutely no trust and no faith in anything other than um, what's going on in the moment in this repetitive process, right? Like so, if like I if I like stagnant or if I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again, and um, such as in my job and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not progressing. Like for me, I feel like I'm not progressing spiritually. So, um, I'm, I am speaking to myself inside of my head and beating myself up thinking in all reality that I, I'm, I'm not going anywhere in my life. And when in all reality, if I just bring God in the situation, God's going to tell me to be patient. And there's, there's, there's going to be, Everything I need provided for me, and you know, for me, I I'm a little impatient shit, and I don't like to wait. But when I bring God into it, it just becomes that much easier, and I don't lay in fear over it. What about controlling your emotional issues? Do you have problems like with the highs and the lows? Oh yeah, absolutely. When I don't have, when I don't have a connection, I um, I pop off. Um, I've been in I've been in many um, many of arguments when I don't have God involved in my life when I don't take pauses when I don't um, when I don't uh, pray meditate in the morning um, <laughs> I, I you know I'm a server <laughs> at trade so like I go into work and a table makes me mad and then I go back and I tell my manager about it and she doesn't tell me what I want to hear and of course I pop off at the mouth and I have the potential of getting fired but when in all reality like man. Um, I work in customer service and I have to expect these things and I can't expect other people to act the way I want them to act or respond the way I want them to respond. And I don't see that and I don't I don't I don't see things from that point of view unless I I start to live in this spiritual life and I start to um give the God you know, the God idea a shot. Um, can't, or like you can't be a real help to other people. When I feel like I can't be a real help to other people, it's usually when I'm not doing any service work and I'm laying in self and I'm sitting at home and I'm watching TV till four o'clock in the morning and uh, <laughs> I wake up and I'm an hour late for work and I, then I get, then I get irritated and like, I'm not, I'm not working with, I don't either, I either don't have any sponsors or I'm not working with sponsors. I'm not willing to, um, 
Uh, I'm not showing up to the treatment centers. I'm not, um, I'm not uh, giving back what was given to me. And um, I start to get this uh, overwhelming sense of um, nobody needs anything for me or nobody wants anything for me. Um, this program isn't for me, blah, blah, blah. But when in all reality, like, I, I'm not doing any fucking work. I'm riddled with, like, I'm saying it over and over again, I'm just riddled with self. And it's just consumed me. And until I do the rest of the work, until I um, start getting out of myself and helping other people and being of service and um, doing this work, like, that uselessness won't go away. Right? So I have to put the actions in behind just just the faith in in. If I want to say, oh, God can provide for me these things, and God can, God can take away this 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 feeling of uselessness. Yeah, of course you can, as long as you put in the work, <laughs> you know, as long as you put one foot in front of the other and go out and help someone else and and show up and suit up um, for the good of AA and DAA, you know. Um, that's just my experience. Today. Oh man, um, the fears I have today are always, you know, a lot of them. Ra- a lot of them are are still consumed around um, financial um, relationships, um, uh, what other people think, um, what other people think I think, um, you know, uh, uh, whether or not I am always going to be able to maintain this connection with something that with with this spirit of the universe, and. For me, that's just me trying to talk myself out of of doing what I know is necessary in order to succeed, right? Because um, I I'm my my brain by itself when it talks to myself is one hell of a manipulator and will try and talk me out of every single thing that I know and was taught to me that is going to help me to be successful in the near future, right? Or in 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 the far or the far future, like it's man, um, if, if I, uh, man, if I give these fears, if I give these fears over and I do the things I'm uncomfortable with in order to stay out of fear. So if I have a fear of what other people think, um, maybe I should start unifying more, right? Um, and get involved in these other people's lives and, um, prove to myself and others that, I can be a good friend, and I can be a good member of DIA, right? Um, uh, if I have a fear of uh, the the status of my relationship, I can't just sit there and wallow in pity and, and think that oh God, I hope she's not going to leave me. Man, I have to suit up and show up and be a good be a good boyfriend, provide, uh, show emotion, uh, uh, um, show show my show my emotions to her, share my love with her. Um, uh, man, just just be the man that God has intended me to be in order to be a successful partner. Regardless of whether or not she's going to stick around, I have to be the best me I can for somebody else. Um, you know, um, and, you know, the same thing goes with, with the, you know, financial fear. If I have financial fear, then, like, I have to suit up, show up, and be a good employee. 
and keep coming back to work, not be late to work, you know? Um, I can't just sit, sit in these fears, right? And I can't just give them over to God without putting in some kind of action behind it. Yeah, do you remember, do you remember some of the fears that you had before you did the work? Like what they were and the ones you don't have now that you used to have? Yeah, absolutely. You care to share them? Yeah, sure. So the biggest fear that I had was, um, that, uh, I was going to lose my son. And if I lost my son, I was, uh, I was in fear that I was going to take my own life. Um, what happened throughout this program is that, uh, uh, I put in a lot of the work, I put in all the work that I felt like was necessary in order to get my son back from, uh, state's custody. And, um, by the end of it all, when I went to, when I went to trial over it, I still lost my son. But through, um, through it all, don't, don't get me wrong. I went through a very, um, depressive state. Um, the, the thoughts of suicide were, were there, they were valid, but, um, luckily enough for me, it was pounded into my head that I had to do more work. If I was going to get rid of this pain, I had to, um, I had to inventory this situation and I had to, I had to give these fears over to God and realize that, that man, um, maybe just maybe my son's in the right place where he needs to be in order for me to be the successful father I need to be for him in the future. Um, that may not be something that I want or um, that I felt like I needed in that moment, but I'm not the one to say what I need. I have to come to the realization that like, if I'm putting my will over into some uh, into something that's bigger and better than me, then I have to realize that like, they know what's best for me. Right? This 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 God, this spirit of the universe knows what's knows what's best for me, and I um I came I had to come to the realization by doing the work that that was what's best for my son and what's best for me in the moment and um uh it it still eats me up on a uh, um uh throughout my days but uh by maintaining a relationship it gets the the burden gets lighter the um the usefulness i have towards others that are have gone through a similar situation is more gratifying than i can imagine don't get me wrong i don't necessarily want to be um uh uh i didn't want this to be a situation to where i would have to where where i would be of use by saying oh yeah i didn't get my kid back either but me being of that selective group to be able to, to share that experience, um, uh, means more to someone else than I could ever mean to me. And me doing something for someone else is exactly what I need in order to stay sober. Hopefully that answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, were there? Uh, so, do you feel like these things are just different now than they were in the beginning, or that they've gone away? Or, I mean, how do you, when you look at these things on, on the page, the bedevilments, mm-hmm. like, are you like, oh, most of these things are gone now, or are you like, mm-hmm. oh, they're just different now, or are you like? For me, the no, I absolutely. Um, for me, they they uh, they haven't gone away. Um, they are better, but 
the fact is that they're, they're always still going to be there for me. It's just a matter of me working on my, um, working on my spiritual growth in order for them not to take me back out. Right. Um, so if I don't want them to take me back out, like I said, I have to, I have to maintain the spiritual growth. I have to, I have to continue to do all this work that we've just talked about, man. Um, or cause for me, it's, they're just as progressive as my illness. Right. So, um, if I don't, if, if I, if I don't do any spiritual growth or, uh, work, work on my spiritual life and grow spiritually whatsoever and just lay stagnant, um, and these, these bedevilments creep up, they will, I, I, they will take me back out just as fast as me loading a rig and thinking I can do just as, just as much dope as I did last time, right? And I, you know, me ODing on the first shot, right? So they're just, they're, they're just as strong and if not stronger than they were last time is long, but they have no power over me if I do the work, right? That's just that's just how I have to look at it in my eyes because I know that these are some of the you know um, these are the, some of the strongest things that I can hold dear to me if I if I don't do the work and that'll just man just uh, cause chaos in my life. Man, thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sitting here with me and mm -hmm. doing this, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Later. See ya.